This has got to be the first time in two, three years we're recording this in the same room. Yeah. And now we've done a couple interviews. No, we only room. did it in 2020. And guess what happened in 2020? No, we interviewed Katie here, didn't we? And Couch. Can't we bend the narrative for sake of optimism? All right, regardless, we live two blocks away and we always do this over Zoom. Anyway, welcome back to the Dogs War podcast, the number one bronze podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Raleigh. And Raleigh, you got to tell the folks about our new sponsor. Kevin, we have a sponsor. Have you heard about the Varsity Cooler? I just heard about them a few days ago because you brought them to my attention. And now I'm getting ads for them in my Instagram feed. Well, yeah, shout out Instagram for just being on top of everything we say or do. Yeah, what up, Zuck? So the Varsity Cooler, the ultimate duffel cooler for Cleveland fans. Mm. The versatile cooler is designed to hold 18 cans plus mm. ice and doubles as a, I don't know what a double is as a weekend travel duffel that fits as a carry-on luggage. Perfect for tailgating, golfing, or any other outdoor activity, the Varsity Cooler is waterproof. My voice cracked on our ad, sorry. Waterproof and double insulated to keep drinks cold in the dog pound. So basically, I realized that we're an audio podcast. By the way, we're doing video soon. Big announcement, and there's the announcement. These <laughs> things look sweet. The link's in our bio. Look, it's like a Cleveland football team themed cooler that looks sweet. Listen, have you ever been in the Muni lot or at a tailgate or at a block party? You're gonna look and seeing some guy walking around with a cooler that's not Cleveland football. No more styrofoam coolers from 7 Eleven. Yeah, where you're like, man, that's one of those coolers that guy has status. And you talk to that dad or mom or whoever, whatever they identify as, because you know that they get it. They take pride in their cooler. Varsity cooler, sweet. Varsity coolers, folks. Hit the link in our bio. The promo code is wait for it. Promo code Bottlegate. Ten percent off. It's just go to the site. Like look at them. You're like, yeah, they're sweet. And if you're not a Browns fan, they cover like there's like 17 other coolers. They're all sweet looking. Highly recommend. Quality product. He sent it to me. I left it home like an idiot. I can't wait to take. Like you can. It serves as a gym bag. I'm going to take it to the gym, post up in the men's locker room, and crack open some beers and talk Browns with the boys. Look, you guys know from our day one listeners, even our newer listeners, we don't sponsor or partner people unless we believe in the product or know it's not some piece of junk. Uh, VarsityCoolers.us is the website. Go to their Instagram, Varsity Cooler. I mean, you, the product speaks for itself. The quality is unbelievable. Look at all the different NFL teams they have. The liners is my favorite thing. The flap that says Cleveland when you close it up. It's a duffel bag. Take it to on vacation for a weekend trip or fill it up with beer. Take it to the Muni lot, in which I'll see you next week for the Cincinnati game. But, yeah, as Raleigh said, promo code BOTTLEGATE, varsitycoolers.us. Today, if you listen to this, the day comes out. It is Thursday, August 31st. We're almost in September. The season is almost here. Obviously, a very busy week with roster cutdowns due by 4 p.m. on Tuesday of this week. A lot of things happen. Uh, first and foremost, let's give a quick uh, a minute to Cade York. 
Cade York. Thank it had to be done. Sad it didn't work out long term. I think the fan base might have jinxed him. We are quick to say franchise player, franchise kicker, franchise anything when a player does something that's awesome. And I get it. We jinxed him. I wish him the best. I really do think a reset is going to do him yep. a lot of I'm not even going to be mad if he starts putting up Justin Tucker. Numbers. Looking back at it, I think it was silly for anyone to think that, one, he would want to come back or we would want him back. Like you said, I think a, a brand new slate is definitely necessary for him. Again, he gave us a phenomenal Cleveland sports memory. We don't have a ton of those in the vault. Last year, uh, kicking the 58-yarder to win week one at Carolina was huge. Don't know what happened after that. First week one win since 2004. Here's the thing, folks. That, yes, broke that curse. The good thing about this is that people keep forgetting when we're cutting these certain players that people are obsessed with. Um, very, very rarely, if ever, since 99 in any of our lives, depending on how old you are listening to this, shout out. Have we had a roster this good where we have to make tough decisions? I'm not talking about Kate. This roster, hopefully good. I'm not talking about Kate. Um, that the decision was made, he made that decision for us. But when we think about all these different practice squad players, I don't want, you know, Watkins to come back as the wide receiver. Um, you know, some of these undrafted free agent guys, we have a good roster on paper right now. So we're going to be losing good players. That's how it works. That's how good teams operate. We're not that used to it yet. Welcome to the real world, I guess, as uh, as Browns fans. Well, we, in fairness, I think we've said that the last three at least two seasons in a row of we're good on paper. We'll see how it shakes out. But I will say, I think it's also healthy to be frustrated with the off season. I get mad every year this year. I got, I said, I'm not going to get emotionally attached to anyone all aboard the Austin Watkins train. I led the NFL in preseason for pass yards and he wasn't even really on our radar. And it's like, wow, I, I, I know that, Preseason is kind of frowned upon or scoffed at because it doesn't really mean anything. But leading the league and pass yards for it seems like it matters. And it's like, let's go. This guy, he's turning his career in Cleveland. Let's go. And then the Browns cut him and you're like, okay, I just got emotionally attached to that for no reason. But I'm also not even saying, oh, the Browns are dumbasses. I mean, because he didn't get picked up on waivers. And I'm like, I do not get freaking preseason all we know is browns fans for the most part give or take one maybe two years is that underdog mentality and so when we see these underdogs the undrafted free agents come in we cheer for him we get attached to him with the i'm glad he made the practice squad that's exactly where he needs to be um we'll see what happens but also the one more thing on Cade, because of this roster and us being in win now mode right we're not used to saying that you can't risk it right you cannot have it come down to him pooping his pants on Saturday, excuse me, Sunday, September 10th against the Bengals and blow that up. That would kill the whole team, kill the whole locker room. So a um, couple surprises. Um, Felton got released and just signed with the Bengals practice squad. I give that a big yuck. Um, Tommy Togiai, I thought he might make the practice squad. A little bit of a disappointing draft pick there, but he signed with the Jacksonville practice squad. Um, some good news, though, for the second and third time, and the Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski tenure, we have signed our second and third, I just repeat myself, undrafted free agents to the active roster. Mahmoud Diabate and Ronnie Hickman, shout out Ohio State, linebacker and safety. Um, looking forward to see what these gentlemen can do. They work their tails off, they got rewarded. It'll be fun to watch. 
Um, we traded for Pierre Strong to be our third running back out of South Dakota State University. He was a fourth rounder with the Patriots last year. Ten carries for 100 yards, I think a touchdown. Again, we're hoping he can come in and fill that second spot before he's not ready to go. And if not, he'll be third string. The Browns picked up an offensive lineman, Alex Leatherwood, who was a yep. former first-round pick. He was with the Bears. It didn't pan out. Obviously, things don't pan out if you're still on your rookie contract and you were a first-round pick. However, the Bears, I wouldn't say, have their shit together, which, I mean, I realize that the kettle calling the pan black. But we know more than anyone how to diagnose that. We know how to diagnose that. We have a very, very, very good offensive line coach who is known for getting a lot out of players that were previously on nobody's radar. It's the perfect Callahan project. It could be a great Callahan project. Uh, He's on the practice squad. Who knows what shakes out, but keep your eyes open for, hopefully we don't have to see him because then that means, you know, people are dropping like flies, but we'll see how it goes. I'm liking the moves that they're making and back to like defense with it, not working out with Togi. Something I've, somebody else said it, he was on Reddit. I will never judge a defensive player when all they knew as a coach was Joe Woods, which I get that. Like, Togi, I could turn it around elsewhere, and I hope they all do. Don't get me wrong, but I'm really excited. There's a lot of players on this roster that Browns fans may have ruled out over the years for just being lackluster. Let's say, like, a Jordan Elliott, for example. He's there. He's never really a highlight guy. Let's see how it goes down with a true defensive coordinator in Jim Schwartz. Because he could bring out the best of these guys. Big knock on wood, but that's what he did in Philly. And when you listen to his press conferences, you're like, that guy gets you fired up. These young players, they're not necessarily cerebral. Maybe they just need fired up, coached hard, coached well, and developed. Because nobody really got better on the defensive side of the ball under Joe Woods. And, yeah, point made. I'm excited to see how it shakes out for everyone and I hope we don't get hurt this year because it's going to hurt so much more than it does other years. So get that out of the way. we mentioned Pierre Strong, who we traded the Patriots for a couple of days ago. We traded Tyrone Wheatley Jr., offensive lineman. Case point right there. He was a ball of clay when Callahan got him, and he molded him into a tradable asset, right? Yeah. So I was hoping we can do the same here. Um, obviously, best of luck to him up in uh, uh, New England. So back to the kicker situation, we signed Dustin Hopkins. We finally got D-Hop to Cleveland. Uh, right now, he is 11th among active kickers in field goal average. He's 90% the last two years. Look, we just need a guy who can be somewhat automatic from 45 yards in. We're not asking him to kick 60, 70-yard field goals here every single time. We need to come in and be consistent from, like I said, 45 in to make your PATs, and we'll see what we can do. Um, he spent a lot of time kicking in Washington, so he clearly has a little bit of a knack for, for weather. Um, in his press conference today, he said it's known from all kickers in the league that Cleveland is, if not one, the hardest place to kick. Uh, but he said he's excited for it. So welcome, D-Hop, Dustin Hopkins, and uh, let's keep rocking and rolling. I was glad that we uh, re-signed Michael Dunn, even in the practice squad. Um, he's been shown to be a reliable backup on the line. Um, we cut him on his birthday. That was brutal. You see the Browns posted the happy birthday, then we cut him. But he's back. We'll see what happens there with the depth. We are talking about Austin Watkins, you know, Cleveland's underdog of the year. Um, we signed another kicker just for the practice squad, Lucas Haversick. I think I did that right. Um, and then I'm excited to see uh, P.J. Walker, former starter for the, a few games for the Carolina Panthers last year. 
I'm excited. His style is, again, very similar to the two gentlemen we have on the roster right now. Look, we got some really fun surprise interviews coming up next week with some great friends of the show. Next week is week one. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the weekend off. Get some sleep. Get some rest. I'll see y'all in the Muni lot next week. Hey. For those of you that listened to the last episode with Connor giving you all the secrets to a successful fantasy season, shout out your sister, Brawley. The way you can pay us back, because we give all that information out of the goodness of our hearts. And Connor's wisdom. Subscribe to the podcast. Give it a five-star review. If you've already done it, whisper to your friend across the room, a sibling across the room. Hey, guys, check out this sweet podcast. If you're looking for a good gift for upcoming birthdays, holidays, somehow or still a few months away, imagine taking your grandmother or grandfather's phone, subscribing to the Dogs War podcast on their phone, and now it's a surprise. Yeah. Next time they open their phone, it's the best surprise they've gotten the whole year. Yeah, and you can that gives you a talking point with you. Oh, my God. Actually, strike that. You're welcome. Sneak into a nursing home. Grab the phones, subscribe to the podcast. Yep. Get everybody in that yep. nursing home jack. People helping people about Cleveland Browns football. People helping people. And the dogs of war family. That's perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week with several interviews. It's week one. Get some rest this weekend. We got a long season coming up, an exciting season. It is finally here. Get us the hell out of this preseason. For Raleigh, for myself, thank you for the Dogs of War podcast. And good night. Any given Sunday, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot two, weighed two twenty five. Number thirty two, he was better than the rest. Everybody knew that he was the best. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. A first round pick in the 57 draft Started setting records at the league of gas Had a debut like few in sports history He was rookie of the year and the MVP Jim Brown No one ever seen anybody like Jim Year after year the competition was him Touchdown after touchdown, win after win Title after title kept raking them in Jim Brown Jim Brown Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Then came that game on that day in December that still to this day is reminisced and remembered. The world stood still and hearts beat fast. Not one point scored, 0 0 at the half, but hold on. Through the third and fourth quarter, they kept fighting hard through touchdowns and goals in Jim's rushing yard. Cleveland had 27 and the Colts had none. The Browns were triumphant. The championship was won. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Through all of the seasons, he never missed a game. He was voted into the Pro Bowl every year that he played. He had eight leading rushing seasons, three MVPs, and still holds a franchise record for most rushing in the league, Jim Brown. From a director's chair on a movie set, Jim broke the news that they'll never forget. He said he'd made up his mind. He said it was time. He said he retired. It was the end of the line for Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Now his jersey's retired, he 
he's in the Hall of Fame. He's got a ring of honor and a statue in his name. You can sum up this man in one single line. He's the greatest NFL running back of all time. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.